0: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Hello, one and all. This is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frankfurter, and with me today is our medieval alchemist, magically average. Spoilers ahead for summer twenty twenty one. Average. It's been a week. How are we? It's been a week. We're
0: good. I, I you always throw me off with these intros because I never know what you're gonna call me. So I'm like trying to. I always try to be prepared for like some sort of comeback, but I, I don't know how to come back from medieval alchemist. Like i mean I don't
1: know. i like alliteration and you're like hey try ma next time i was like okay no it's good. That's like the first two words I'm, that popped into my brain i'm
0: proud of you it just reminded me of like full metal alchemist but i just it threw me off that's all i i enjoyed it i appreciate Edward. the <laughs> no don't do that Edward. that's too it's too early we just <laughs> we just started the recording <laughs> stop it oh no this is way too early for this <laughs>
1: oh my god what the hell are you watching this week buddy
0: you're we still watching aquatope so i like i f- i feel bad because i'm watching i know i've talked about aquatope for i think the last like four or five weeks now but i'm also watching a couple other shows the, the issue though is that like i i haven't talked about them enough to the point where the p- plots are too far along and to me they're not
1: you even can that give us like a quick rundown
0: yeah but they're not even that much that interesting compared to aquatope like i'm watching miss kobayashi's and that's you know, episode to episode is just kind of a great sit down whirlwind. Slap your knee when fun stuff happens, and then clench your chair when the action starts. Urumichi Onisan is funny as hell every episode, but I can't remember most of what happens. I just I always pick out the darkest, most disturbing points of the episode, and that's it. But both of those shows I highly recommend watching. Yeah, no, that is the point and then remake our life
1: i think i'm an oh go for
0: it oh i was just going to say remake our life is great but there's it's too drama now it's like it's starting to turn into mm. the boy who doesn't know that girls like him but multiple girls like him but he plays ignorance which is starting to it infect the plot and deviate from like the whole purpose of like going back in time and restarting his life and doing it all over again so it's still good it's just like kind of an annoying an annoying little detour that it took
1: it went to it went to drama rather than like drama slice of life rather than like a slice of life about a guy trying to change his life yeah it it went from a sorry romance slice of life to instead of a drama slice of life yeah exactly so if you could separate the two of them but i mean
0: all those shows that i'm watching including also including the great jahi um, which is uh, funny again it's basically just the devil as a part timer all those shows are great i recommend watching them it's just Aquatope has been such a shock and it it improves every single episode it's it's insane so i i want to dive deeper into that um especially since this last episode kind of I don't want to say pivoted, but it it did bring in like these new flavors that I was, I really enjoyed, which it didn't really have in the other episodes, which was like a really, really funny comedy bit basically. So Hmm. the episode is about how they were finally given permission from the city township. I don't know, whatever government regulation they had to get approval from in order to take their, aquarium on the road and do like a road show and the one stop they wanted to take it to was the hospital for kids that weren't able to actually go to the aquarium
1: Hold on. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there first off animals on the road never never ends well never oh no ends well. well that's i don't care if it's a zoo like how professional you are like the only time like i guess like horses to their own meats like you know to like a an equestrian meat mm. sure but like if you're taking a zoo on the road, I feel like something, some shit always happens where you're like, nope, this did not turn out the way we expected. Did you
0: never have those traveling zoos come to your, like, elementary school and show you animals? Yeah. Because, like, we had that all the time, but it-
1: You say that now, and I'm having, like, minor flashbacks of, like, smaller animals. They would bring smaller animals, like snakes and, like, tarantulas, oh, which no, both terrify me to this day. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. My... Yeah, they would bring, like, snakes and tarantulas. Nothing like dogs, cats, and, like, what well, feral wolves. I could go down the street. <laughs> they just bring...
0: <laughs> I was going to say, maybe not the feral wolves, but I could go down the street and see my friends' cats and dogs. No, I, in element. This is a very large detour. Sorry, everyone. But in my elementary school, I remember one time they brought one of the, the yellow boa constrictors, and it literally went across the entire, like, stage in our lunchroom. Like the lunchroom slash auditorium or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they
1: did that for us too. Yeah, but like it didn't. Yeah, they did that for us too. I it believe. didn't
0: eat a kid. Like it's not like things happen that no, are like but, okay, like it, like sh- one of the animals might have pooped on the stage. Like that's the worst thing that happened. I see your point, but it's not like they're okay. like. Come come here, kids. Why don't you touch the most dangerous frog in the? I mean, don't touch the most dangerous frog in the world, but you can look at him. And then it's like, oh man, we had five, and I only see two. And then like, flash forward to a kid like <laughs> nibbling on one, and then another two throwing them back and forth. And then it's like, oh no, dead kids. It's not like that.
1: But no, I know. But like when you're doing traveling zoo, when it's an aquarium, like water well, yeah, it's water. Are just like that can't. Uh, well, you it can't end well, especially anyway, with like continue. I'm sorry. This was a tangent. <laughs> well,
0: it's funny because no, it, it, it does kind of fit into the episode too, because a lot of what they had to do was like do all this prep work and like they had to make sure that they got the correct water and the, the pH levels in the water. So it didn't kill the fish immediately and stuff. And obviously that takes a lot of time and, and then transporting it too. You got to make sure that it's not shaking a lot. And <laughs> like the, like the girl from finding Nemo when she's just shaking the bag. Like that's the last thing you want to happen to like half a, half a bucket of fish you dump them in and you're like, oh, that's, mm, we're missing a lot, but anywho, so yeah, so the the whole point of the episode was they're like, we're going to bring it to kids who can't see the aquarium at Gamma Gamma. We're going to bring the aquarium to them at the hospital, and the episode starts with the tourist guide who, I, I again, bad with names, so forgive me, but she and the director the girl uh are meeting with the head nurse and the head nurse is like i'm surprised you guys got approval you know you guys would have been applying for over the last x amount of years and never got approval but we're so happy that you got approval this time just promise me one thing do not bring the c word and i was watching the episode and i was like i want to know where this goes And they, the both characters look at each other and they're like, the C word? And she's like, do not make me say it. And then the director goes, oh, do you mean crap? And the head nurse was like, she stood up and she's like, if you say that, I will kill you. No, she didn't say that. But like, basically, she was like, that, those things creep me the fuck out. So if I see one, I will snap.
1: A part of me was thinking you were going to say the sea cucumber. Because it's like the C (laughs) word, but it's like the C, C, uh, ah, dumb joke. Okay, continue. That
0: was, yeah, that was a rough one. But anyway, so they're like, okay, we got to keep the C words out of the aquarium. That's easy. Of course it's not. It's not easy. It's never easy. One snuck in. But the episode progresses, and (laughs) so you you get sort of two conflicting things happening. You get this one crab that, that ends up escaping and joining the cavalcade that's going to the hospital for the roadshow, obviously. The one sea creature that the direct, the head nurse was like, if I see that thing, I will, I will yeet a kid out the window in fear. I will. I'll do it. And then you get this other piece to it where the older gentleman who does a lot of the work in the background at the aquarium he was super pumped to go to the hospital and they're like oh why and he's like well there was this girl that would always come to the aquarium and she would always ask for this one type of fish and it's the type it's the fish that you see at a lot of like the asian uh massage places where they'll eat the dead skin off your hands and feet i can't remember what they're called but they like they nibble off
1: oh yeah they're kind of
0: smaller But she was always like. I was gonna
1: make the joke and just say the the huma huma nuka nuka apuaa, which is the state fish of Hawaii. It is the state fish of Hawaii. But any, that's
0: good. I'm surprised that you said the whole thing perfectly. That was really good.
1: Yeah, it's weird what you retain as a kid. Continue.
0: (laughs) But the gentleman is really excited because he had promised her during one of her visits that he would have this fish in at the aquarium. Well. He's like, I'm going to have it to you next week, I promise. Next week rolls around, and she doesn't show up. She doesn't show up a week after that, too. Come to find out that she's in the hospital. We don't know with what. She. We just know that she's in the hospital. And, and then he was like, okay, well, I made a promise to her, so I want to see this through. I want to make sure this happens. And so he was like, yes, finally. I get to, we get to bring the aquarium to her. That's great. Well, he goes and sees her, and she's like, nope. Slams the door on him. So you're like, ah, oh, shit. Okay, so we have the crab that... I guess escaped into the aquarium, the roadshow, and then we have the mystery behind the girl who is now in the hospital who won't show up to the aquarium. Episode progresses; it's a hunt for the crab because the crab escapes. So shocker, right? So the crab's running loose. The great, but and the humor is just about this crab because like the head nurse thinks she sees it and it's one of those like dramatic anime moments where like the screen kind of goes black and there's like that white line that crosses the eye and she like turns her head really quickly thinking that she saw the crab and she's like hmm she keeps walking and the crab in the background just goes and you're like oh
1: classic like scooby-doo thing where it's just like you go (laughs) in one door and then they come out another basically yeah (laughs)
0: basically so you have that going on which is It's funny. And then the more serious stuff with the little girl and the older gentleman is trying to convince her, trying to show her, like, you know, I have the fish now and she's like, it doesn't matter. Like, everything's changed. Things are different. I'm in the hospital in a wheelchair. Like, tons of stuff has changed and I don't like fish anymore and I don't like you so go away. And you're like, oh, I wonder how this is all going to resolve. Well, like any other good slice of life anime, you get the trope of Two things being solved at once. So the girl who's in the wheelchair, she's like, I don't want to be here at the aquarium. Large dude punches him. And he's like, fine. And the head nurse is like, I'll take you back to your room. Well, at that very moment, the crab decided to crawl underneath the wheelchair and start crawling up the head nurse. So the head nurse freezes in a panic <laughs> and just screams and the whole hospital's like what in the bloody hell is that and they go and they just see the head nurse like frozen on the ground like or frozen standing up she's like help me help me and the crab obviously crawls up her goes to her shoulder and does like the crab thing where it's like "Mm, mm, mm, mm." like i'm gonna i'm gonna cut your throat like pretty much at the throat like mind you this thing's like this big like it's it's tiny it's like the size of maybe a small like envelope okay it's not big But she's like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. This kid, I'm going to snap this kid's neck in front of me out of fear. It's going to happen. You're going to watch a kid die today. And the older gentleman who was trying to show the little girl the aquarium, he's like, i I go get her. And then the director's like, wait, 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 wait. hang on, hang on. It flashes back to the girl and the nurse. The The girl in the wheelchair is looking at the crab, and she's like, oh, I can do this. And she just reaches and picks the crab up and holds it, and she's like, crabs are cool and the head nurse obviously like faints <laughs> and the <laughs> hospital claps and then that's how it all wrapped up it was perfect i'm like how could you you couldn't ask for anything better so then the girl in the wheelchair the guy comes up to her and she- he's like do you want to go to the aquarium now she's like yeah i love fish and i love you and i'm like that was a quick two minutes of <laughs> complete 180 um what the shit? <laughs> so that's how the oh, episode wraps up the funny the the the, the humor sort of concludes at the end too where the head nurse is basically like so yeah i'm gonna call the authorities i'm going to also make sure that you never come here again i'm also going to make sure that you aren't ever allowed to even open up your doors to the aquarium ever again i will make sure they shut you down is what i would say if you didn't make all those kids happy and i was like oh she got us look at how oh, she's but got jokes the jokes you.
1: our doors are closing at the end of summer well <laughs> and, and
0: that was sort of a part of it too because the tourist guide had been she'd been the one making the request for the hospital for a long like a while and the head nurse yeah. was like made a comment during one of their meetings was basically like yeah you know we heard that you guys were closing soon so we pretty much you know we gave you like a little mercy you know, because it's not like this is going to ever happen again. And then the tourist guide was Pity like, party. The, the tourist guide, yeah. She was like, don't fucking say that. The director's right here. And the, the, the girl director's like, are you shitting me? What the fuck? And the tourist guide's like, oh, no. So there was that. There was an interaction between them. And basically, it was just settled. Like, I know you were looking out for the aquarium. And the tourist guide was like, I love the aquarium. And I, I'm glad you see that, too. And then everyone was happy at the end. Basically, however, the episode ends. But it's still great. And then all Maybe. these kids little got, got there to touch those fish that eat dead skin cells and they were like, oh, creepy. Yum. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? If the bigger mi- the biggest mystery of them all... No, no. We, we, don't,
1: we know don't know, we
0: know where that, that crab problem. ever went.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> they never said... Sub- I thought you were going to say, you know what, the, know what the biggest mystery of them all is? What the fuck is Remain about? Because oh. it's supposed to be about water polo. But-
0: <laughs> That's a perfect segue. I... I there you go you just did it that's what you were going with but you just no, no, <laughs> well <it's>, uh,
1: <clears throat> no the way I wanted to segue it today was just um you said that you watched you were watching a lot of shows and I feel like I am too but I'm really not I'm really just watching my hero remain and like week to week I'm fit, like watching uh remain my hero and uh that one time I got reincarnated as a slime. I'm an episode behind The Great Jahi, which I bought volume one of the manga, which I'm I looking did too. forward to reading. Uh, so I got that. still have to read that. But I'm one episode behind. I watched episode three last night, I think. And then I think I'm an episode or two behind on Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. But I'm watching those just more at a leisure play- pace. Yeah. Because at nights, I've been re-watching the original uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, oh. which I'm nearly done with again. Nice. So, yeah, I think I'm on episode 21. Well, I, I so will like say... 21 out of 26.
0: I will say... I don't know if you would agree with me with this, but in my mind, this season, at least the shows we're watching, they're a lot more casual, too. You know, they're, yeah, they're not...
1: They, they really are. I They're not intense.
0: Right. Like, I don't feel like I'm sitting on the edge of my seat every episode of a show, which isn't a bad thing, right? Like, I can actually relax and kind of sit back and enjoy it. Like, all the shows that we're naming... I think outside of Remain, not to insult you at all, Frank. Um,
1: none, none taken. This show is a shit show and a half, and I love it for it.
0: <laughs> but like all the shows we're talking about, they're really good. Like They're great to watch. They're just not totally engrossing every single episode, it's, which, again, it's... it's not a bad thing. It's not like it's I hate
1: to bring it up. It's it's no, it's no odd taxi.
0: No. Right. Well, it's... <laughs> but, like, but yeah, I mean, to compare to last season two, like you had tons of shows that just were enthralling and you like, you were anticipating that next episode because you're like, I gotta see how this shit gets wrapped up. This season shows they're more calm and the progression is a bit slower, which again,
1: yeah, Not a problem. i agree with that. You
0: can, like, cause it feels like you can, you can kind of sit back and relax and watch it as opposed to like really intensely watch it and try to follow every single piece of the plot and like put things together. You can just sort of chillax and watch at your own pace. You don't feel like you're being forced to rush ahead to figure out what's happening. So I like it. I think it's a nice, yeah. to me it's nice. Cause like the shows I'm watching are, you know, mostly slices of slice of life shows, which is great yeah. in my mind.
1: And again, I would agree. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I've been a little bit more of a casual viewer this season than I was last season. Um, like, I've completely fallen off Tokyo Revengers. Like, I was. Oh yeah, so I thought that was. I forgot with, that like, was a thing. I'm, yeah, it continued, and it was just like, hey, like this show. The f- first half was fantastic, and then it's like, cool. It's still going. It's still this Takamichi. Like the one name I can actually remember it's him just going back into the past again and 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 and like fucking until like the past and the present meet up. I'm sure like that's the only feasible way I see that show actually ending is when the past and the present like collide. Yeah. Uh, Because like, and and to me right now, I'm just kind of like, okay, like they, they were like, Hmm, main bad guy. We know who he is, but we don't know where he is. And then like, mid-break season one they're like cool the third commander who got arrested or who's no longer anymore yeah we're replacing him with guess who main bad guy it's just like what
0: yeah there's a lot to follow there's a lot to follow
1: and and then i just kind of fell off after that i was like all right like no i'm good
0: well and we have been without lobo now for a couple weeks um we miss you too bud. by the way But you know,
1: like I, I wrote a note here. I was like, the one, like one of the main things, like after hearing you talk and uh, what I'm about to say about Remain, the one thing I miss about Lobo that is he is very consistent with is he knows the names. He knows the names of the characters he's going to talk about. Us, we come into this like, yeah, director girl, main girl, idol girl, amnesia guy. Like we're like, we don't fucking, we don't.
0: The idol girl, her name is Fuka, and the director is Kukuru. Those are like the two names I know. Everything else no, is just a blur. No. But like, on that note too, real quick, after last week's episode, we were talking about the My Hero episode with the League of Villains and the Meta Liberation Army. Uh, he verbally accosted us over Discord at our lack of like knowing... Well, that, but more importantly, the fact that we didn't know names and we made up names for them. Which at this it. point is a consistent thing for us, right? We had We're cap, we had kids. Captain Dickhead, the the hero that can copy <laughs> for a particular period of time, right? We we had the name for the slidey guy, which is just like Slip and Slide Dude or whatever the his name was, and then we had Touchy Feely Guy, which is Tomuro Shigaraki, I think. Yeah. Like I can remember the names, yeah, but yeah. it's it's like it's so painful because I'll sit there and just go, I um it. Um, the and i'm like why it's don't like i just call him touchy things, feely like guy
1: like unless like the audience like completely knows every single person's name like us describing the people by what they do is just yeah. like it's like okay i know exactly who they're talking about because like yeah you say sugar rocky before you said sugar rocky was like touchy feely guy I probably would have forgotten right. his name again. I would well, have been like, "Who?" There's a lot of characters. There's just too many. There's so many characters in that show, yeah. and Froppy's the only one that matters. But anywho, it's we true. can talk about that later. Speaking of uh, water, main, main. speaking of other things that belong in water, <laughs> this show is out of water again this week. Oh like, boy! I swear to fucking god, this is it. Never this ends. show, which is about water polo, has a lack of water polo this this is a water polo show with a fucking water polo problem there is no water polo in this show okay Mm. so it starts out like they're just like they're practicing like hell week is done they're like oh thank god and team captain goalie guy is just like hey guys we're gonna like everybody starts fighting because they're like you're a ball hog no you're a ball hog no you're a ball hog and then like amnesia main dude is like captain do something about this like you need to fix this he's like i got the perfect thing hey guys stop fighting instead let's figure out what we're gonna do for jerseys and everybody except for swimmer boy is like yeah jerseys it's like
0: an art contest
1: no, they're like, hey, let's pick a color, a design, and then what we're gonna put on the jersey, like a a word. Wait, like what word do you want on your jersey? Hang
0: on, hang on. Okay, Did I not say on. that this episode was gonna happen? We a couple weeks back, we were make I was making a joke about remade, and I was like. Good gosh, this is ridiculous. There's going to be an episode where they're going to pick out their mascot for their team, and then there's going to be another episode where they figure out what their workout schedule is going to be, and there's not going to be any water polo. I, for sure, listeners and people watching, go back to the previous Bakabites episode. It's like three or four episodes back. I promise you I made a joke that this type of episode was going to happen, and it did. I am clairvoyant. I am nice. omniscient, omnipotent. All of the all seeing, all being, everywhere. I know all. I am basically God.
1: You're also a medieval alchemist. <laughs> but that's besides the point. So, uh, but no, like it's there's more to it than that. Like basically, they say let's pick out our jer- like let's pick out the colors. Let's pick what type of like style we want the jerseys to be. Which is basically just a sweatsuit. It's like a it's like a zip off jacket and some sweatpants, and pick like a word or a symbol or something that you want to put on the front and then I'll take care of like the words on the back so everybody's like thinking up of these words instead of like voting they're like I want this on my jersey no I want this on my jersey like I don't know just random words that are like you know philosophical or whatnot so is that a common thing uh,
0: like is that uh
1: not, not in us not for us but okay. I mean it could be for but uh anywho so the episode just kind of continues and goes at its leisure pace swimmer boy is like no i'm good i have a jersey i don't want i don't you don't have to include me in this and it's like okay what does edgelord mcqueen have for us this fucking week it's like the token and emo kid he really is so you like main amnesia dude is just like okay i'm gonna get to the bottom of this why does he not want to participate why is he being edgelord supreme why why do we need to get him a pan pizza and make him part of one of us And so he like, after a class, they're walking to another class. He's like, hey, like, can I walk with you? He's like, sure. He's like, so why don't you want to have a jersey with us? He's like, well, I already got a jersey. He's like, yeah, but it's like really small. Like, is it because it's your brother's jersey? And it's like, anytime he talks about his brother, it's like, trigger. And so he just like stops like stops in his place they're of course they're walking like on a bridge from building to building so he like looks out on the edge of the bridge like at oh. the edge of like the I
0: I thought you were going to say they're like walking in the middle of the street and it just stops and like no, cars no, no, no. are like honking at him No
1: which he, seems he, they're walking like seems
0: kind of meta for the show too to be honest
1: Yeah so they're walking like on a bridge and He basically pauses, looks over, and he tells, like, the life story of his brother. We finally get the backstory of why this brother of his is a big deal. And basically, when his parents... Like, I said last episode, like, he decided to share, like, with, like, in Sleep overnight Night, his secret. His parents got a divorce. When his parents got a divorce, his brother, his older brother, was like, Hey, take this old jersey of mine and wear it as a symbol of, like, us being rivals now. Because you're pretty much, like... The only person who can kind of compete with me, and so he's like, "Yeah, this seems like a logical idea that won't give me any baggage in the future." Sure, I'm going to hang on to this forever. So what does he do? He hangs onto the jersey forever and pretends to be not pretends, but becomes his brother's rival. And to a point where, when they make like his brother makes the switch from swimming to water polo, the Like, they have, like, a family dinner, or they meet up with each other one night, and he's like, oh, "Oh, what's new with you? He's like, oh, I joined water polo, I've done swimming, like, I quit swimming. He's like, oh, why'd you quit swimming? He's like, because water polo seems, like, fun, plus there's this guy who's my new rival, because, like, he's really good. And, like, little brother, swimmer, who, you know, thinks he's the rival of his brother, is just like, I'm no longer anything to you, What? And then like the the amnesia kid is just like whoa, so that's why you're holding on to it. I understand. And then the guy turns around. and He's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, that rival was you. Like you're the idiot that he dumped me for essentially." And it's just like shocker. Yeah, wow. Who could have saw that coming?
0: What were the odds?
1: What? Yeah, you had one in three because there were three, <laughs> three other. Like there were three out of four people, and one of them being the. Or there were four people. One being the brother. There were three other options. So. Um, Basically, he's like, yeah, that's why I'm not giving up the jersey. He's like, okay, understandable, cool. So they leave and they go to class and then later on, I think they go to practice again and they're like they get done with practice, which you don't see practice, and they're like, okay, let's talk about this jersey thing again. And they're talking about the words and all of a sudden like captain homeboy was just like, yeah, so or somebody asked him like, "Hey, why did you find like founded this club or why did you bring this club back? And he's like, Oh, it was because I was going through some, sh- like I was going through some old stuff and I found photos of the water polo club. And guess what? My dad used to be the captain. And you're like, Oh, this is logical. I suppose continue. Let's see where this goes. So once upon a time, he had a mom and a dad and they were a big old happy family. And then the mom died. And so the dad took a job that would, you know, later hours, but pays more so he could pay the bills, etc. And his dad was a very good cook, but he noticed that his dad would like when he cooked, it took a long time because, you know, the food was good. So he's like, instead of you cooking for me, dad, even though it's delicious, I'm just going to make cup ramen to feed myself because it's quick and I don't have to put any pressure on you. And then from just eating cup ramen and continuing to eat cup ramen and every, like, other cheap food night after night after night, the dad stops cooking. Well, the dad stops cooking, so they stop talking. So everything becomes awkward. So this guy finds the water polo club because he's like, oh, I saw a photo of, like, my dad, who used to be the founder of the water polo club. I thought this might give us something to talk about again. And then it's just like, hold the phone. What? You're going to just tell this, like, this... Whole sad story, but be happy go lucky and still just say, I don't know how to talk to my dad about this. You can't just be like, Oh, yeah, he comes home one night and be like, Hey, dad, by the way, I'm playing water polo just like you did, and I'm the captain, and I started this. Like, it's, I like, I again, if you had a good relationship and like it continued to be a good relationship, and it just would like became awkward because like you made cup ramen for a while and he stopped cooking for you. Like I just something to me doesn't compute. Yeah. I'm sure there's a good reason, and like I, it's probably because I did not go through anything like that with my family. But like, just does not compute and brain fried, and it's just like. But you went through the story very happy go lucky, and then everybody's just staring at you like, what?
0: Yeah, this is turning into like family drama. The anime. Mm-hmm. I know we keep changing the theme of the show, but it's, oh, it seems it like just, there's just, just a ton just... of ton of family drama and trauma and everything in between just wait
1: also to to your quick
0: point i think it's probably a cultural thing i would assume just
1: that could be it too but but to continue after he tells the sad sappy story uh i forget what the word that they all agreed upon like basically swimmer dude's like guess what i'm in on jerseys i'm gonna have a new one after that story and they're like yay hooray surprise woo we're happy now and they pick a word and i don't remember what the fuck the word was but it's just oh it was change they would pick the word that they were gonna put on the front of their jersey and it was gonna be change it's like cool because everybody needs to change they're all ball hogs and everything else and so they're like hey we're not acting as w- w- like we're all acting as one individual rather than one team we need to change that so everybody's like cool. Story of the mess or sto- moral of the story change, We got it. We like it. Let's put it on the jersey. Ship it. Got it. And then they're like, "Hey, uh Mr Mr Captain, what day is it today?" And they're like, "Oh, it's the 29th or whatever." And he's like, "Or 28th. What day does the sale end?" "Oh, the 29th at 8 p.m." And they're like, "You do realize today's the 29th?" He's like, "Oh shit. What time is it?" It's like 7:30. And apparently the only reason they were going to get these is because there was a sale on the jerseys and they had to like with the club money, they had just enough to get them. So he's like, "Oh shit!" Uh, grabs a handful of the like hand drawings, like because one of them is like uh, one of the like once they figured out change was going to be the thing, they're like, "Hey, you, you're good at calligraphy. Draw this on paper, and we can use it as like a handwritten thing, and we can have it like ironed on." Essentially, he's like, "Cool." So 7:30 rolls around. He's like, "Oh shit!" So he grabs like two pieces of paper, one being change and the other being unknown throws him in his backpack, he's like, Gotta go by and you see him racing on a bike, and it's like the tale old of just like, you know shit's gonna happen because it focuses on his back for a long time and there's two pieces of paper just flapping in the wind. And he's like talking to himself, and when he's done talking to himself, one of the pieces of paper flies out, and you're like, That's gonna be change. And so next scene is they're all standing there and they're all like in their new uniforms which really looked pretty snazzy and good and stuff I forget I think it was like gold and gray were the colors like it looked pretty cool that's a solid choice uh yeah and so the word that they had or that he had left in his backpack that wasn't changed was strange oh Oh. I was gonna guess diarrhea no what why I don't know what You weirdo. No, it was, uh, the word was strange. Or the kanji for strange. So, they had just strange on the front of their jerseys. They are like, oh, well, at least the back of our jerseys look really cool. And it said like the high school name and then it said underneath it, Waterball. Close enough. And they're like, yeah, like, we got the back right. And they're like, it says Waterball. Like, one person points out, it says, it says Waterball. And they're like, yeah. It's like, the real game is name like because they have it in English. They don't have it in kanji. And they're like, the game's name in like English or whatever is water polo. And then somebody makes the fucking comment into like like the horses. He's like, no, no, no it's water, it's water ball, and he's like, no, it's water polo, and it's just like, oh my gosh, he's
0: like, who's on like, first?
1: Basically, just all. Yeah, laughter ensues. They're like, "Well, this is one strange jersey," and they're like, "Ha ha
0: ha ha ha!" And then the curtain falls.
1: Yeah, and then you're like, "Okay, cool. The episode's over." No, it's not. Homeboy and amnesia. Oh my god! Amnesia guy goes home. He's like, "Ooh, I'm gonna go into my box of tapes and pull one out and see what I'll learn today." And it's a home video of how of, he like, was made when he was oh no it was a video of him being like the number one player and like they're out of the pool and he's talking to his teammates but he's a major dick like he is a major hard ass on his teammates like he's a major dick and he just like has the realization he's like uh what the fuck and then like the episode ends
0: well if your teammates suck they suck and you gotta tell them (laughs) what a
1: it was like a little more than that what a turning point like the, the video ends with yeah like the video ends with him like like basically seeing the guy recording he's like hey i only told you to record practicing games so he's like Well oh, sorry sensei or sorry senpai or whatever and then like the like he puts his hand in front of the video camera and just like shakes it and it's like and then he just stares like dumbfounded pikachu into the computer <laughs> screen like what did i just watch what and that's the episode like it's just a it's just a it's just a shit show of a yeah. fucking show it's it's
0: I like the idea it's of good, him running up to get that camera out of my fucking way. face.
1: Seriously, no, he like he's like I told you not to record like anything other than games and practices. Sorry, shush. So, but anywho,
0: so there again to recap eh. real quick, what? No water polo in this episode. Like mm-hmm. like none.
1: Uh, if you count them getting out of the water and saying "Ooh, thank God that practice is done," then yes, there is. Water so wait, polo. but but otherwise no. But Not a but single duration single of water polo.
0: duration of just <laughs> that scene, five. That's about it. Five seconds, maybe ten.
1: Not even okay. From it's the literal first shot of the fucking. So
0: whoever whoever is keeping record or keeping tabs on on the time duration that water polo has been shown in this show. We've maybe capped out at five minutes. Seven minutes. Five to seven minutes.
1: I would say seven would be generous, but yeah. So
0: we're we're averaging maybe a minute of water polo an episode.
1: Correct. You are very correct in that. And yeah, I, it's it's doing I don't know if it's better or for worse because like when they are playing water polo, they are terrible three D models in like a two. Oh, no. And it's just like Oh, it's bad. It's great, but it's that. the
0: show oh, about water polo has less than five percent nothing water polo
1: nothing to do with water polo it's fantastic i fucking love it
0: i just i don't know how but, and didn't mappa make the right like this is mappa studios right
1: yep this this is mappa making this Mapa? fucking show
0: oh my god mappa
1: Mappa whatever mappa just sounds like a mop
0: <laughs> ma papa
1: it's it's m-a-p-p-a mappa Map Mapa, Mapa know how. Anywho, uh <laughs> God damn it. I'm ter- I'm sorry for that joke. I really am. Um, I
0: liked it. I like all yes, your jokes.
1: I'm I don't. Speaking no, of jokes, my jokes even less. Oh. Was gonna... Speaking of jokes and who likes them less is Lobo. You yeah. know what Lobo's caught up with? My hero academia. Boom, nailed that transition. Hey, we did it. Uh we got, we got yeah, we got another villain episode which to me this this episode was like hey villains like confront other the metal means? liberation the, Army." The, there you go metal liberation army it's like hey the two finally meet each other in like a like the villains are like cool we're gonna lead the gigantic guy to this town which they're all here and they're gonna fuck each other up and then we're gonna clean them all up yep and then metal liberation army's like welcome to our town come visit Come visit or follow me. We'll take you to our Come leader. Come along with
0: us. Come with us to awesome town.
1: <laughs> Something like that. But yeah, basically they get led into the middle of the town. They're like, haha, If you want to meet our leader, Mr. Uh, body, God, Redestro.
0: Redestro. That's his Re-Distro. name. Redestro, yeah.
1: yeah. Which like, you're like, who? And then you like get into this like background of like, Redestro was like the fuck i've already met a liberation army leader and then he like back in the day when like the powers were like just beginning and like the government and civilians were like fighting each other he was like the leader and then he wasn't like they like fought a battle and then the, they lost and he got locked up and he wrote a book and then he committed suicide in jail but little did he know he had a son can and we... now his son is alive and taking over the metal liberation army again and he's re redistro and it's just like what
0: can we talk about this for a second too because nothing is more insulting to a story than to throw it in front of an opening Let's
1: to a show give you you're giving our our next arc villain in the shittiest fucking possible way, you're giving him the worst introduction I've seen yeah. to any fucking shit. It it was this it is, was this two minutes it's a slap in the face.
0: Yeah, it's the episode literally starts with you don't know this person, but Destro used to be the cre was the Here's creator why you of, should care. Yeah, it's like Des- this this person named Destro was the creator of the Meta Liberation Army, and and everything back then was sort of like basically people that wanted to use their powers however they wanted them against the government and people who wanted to regulate powers to make sure that order and peace was kept within society and you're like sweet and then it's like oh by the way they had a clash and then he got jailed and he killed himself and he wrote a book but yeah he impregnated a woman and and that woman gave but he didn't know yeah he never knew he had a son and that son grew up and now his name is reedestro here's our opening whoa whoa it's all right i'm like
1: what the, By the fuck? Way, the what? worst fucking theme song my yes we ever know this, we know this fucking opening is we know god dang worst. everyone knows oh, whatever i, I want to toot that horn again because it's worth it it is the it, that song is god awful well well time. all right time. No, <laughs> but like that's it's, it's so with,
0: annoying it's, it's
1: all wrong is what it is <laughs> it
0: this it to your point though it is a big slap in the face because these last two episodes of Base well three now have basically just been about the villains, which I'm like, sweet, let's get into the villains. This is this is cool. And then Yeah, it's the, like let's, the let's whole, care about
1: why we hate them.
0: The whole backstory of the Meta Liberation Army the from its inception is scrunched into the first two minutes of this episode, and then they're like, You're you're good to go. I'm like, what do you mean I'm good it's to like go?
1: The last episode It's like the last episode of uh, Season 2 of Promised Neverland. It's like a two-minute slideshow of, like, why you should care. Yeah. And you really don't. You really don't. Because, like, right now, I know that, like, everything is very tumultuous in, like, quote-unquote, present-day My Hero Academia for the anime. I don't know about the manga, but that's another story. But, like, present-day anime, because they're still in the past. Yeah. Like, it's very tumultuous. They're, like, Meta Liberation Army and League of Villains are in cahoots. But it's just like okay, if you're gonna make us care about the Metal Liberation Army, which they like right now, some shit is going on with them, and they are like the big bad. Yeah. Give us more than a two-minute slideshow. Give us a real explanation. Give us like a like a even further back into the past of just why we should care. Before like, I think if they had given us be- not not this episode, but the previous episode, instead when they were like. Two months earlier, two weeks earlier, mm-hmm. like if you had given us an episode on the Metal Liberation Army and why we should care about it, I would care more about this episode. Yeah, but the fact that they don't give us that and they just jump into it and they're like, "Here's your villain. Here's who he is. And here he's just a bastard kid who his dad didn't know his dad. So God knows he's probably got daddy issues down the line." And and but like my biggest
0: beef too is that I don't know what your th- thoughts are just in as far as tempo goes but it seems really rushed like this this
1: it's all over the place the, no, the start like, of this the tempo is
0: the start of part 2 of this season as i've said numerous times was 3 to 4 episodes of chunky bits of all the different things that are happening spliced into 3 to 4 episodes right and then we dove into each plot line deeper we got endeavor we got the trigger episode, we got League of Villains, we got Meta Liberation Army now, right? And honestly, it feels like they're they're just short on time. And now they're like basically the studio is like pick up your feet and fucking move. You got X amount of episodes left and there's a shit ton of stuff you got to wrap up. And this, they're like, all right, let's do it. Uh, two minutes of background. Here's a little bit about why the city's empty. Here's our fighters. And here's basically a big battle and stuff's going down. Like, I, my brain was like, I can't handle how much stuff is happening. And I couldn't process if I liked it or not because on the one side, the battles were sweet. It was like, each yeah. each villain was like battling like, Ten to twenty different Meta Liberation Army folk, and going through intense shit. And then on the flip side, my brain's like, "Well, but why should I care about the why Meta Liberation Army?"
1: People. Yeah,
0: I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, because because now it's so like it's so painfully obvious what's happening next, right? Like, you know the city's gonna explode during this battle. The city's gonna explode somehow. It's only assumed that the giant all-for-one bodyguard is going to eventually make his presence in the city and obliterate it, right? In some capacity. And then...
1: And then, and then like, the Metal Liberation Army and League of Villains are going to be like, cool, let's take this guy down, and then they take him down. Yeah, and,
0: yeah, and you know that the strongest are going to live, right? Like, like, again, Frank said at the beginning, spoilers ahead, so again, spoilers ahead, people, but Toga, I thought she died. Which fucking... Holy! She shit, went hardcore.
1: Fucking battle! That seven what minute battle,
0: and I'm battle. and it's no joke. It's probably five to seven minutes of pure fighting with just her.
1: It is a majority of the episode. It
0: is fan fucking tastic. I thought she died. I was like, cool. One of my favorite League of Villain characters. Uh, she's dead. Sweet. One of the characters that I thought her quirk was probably one of the cooler villain ones too. Like I think that thing is her quirk is badass.
1: Which so like the point of this this episode and just kind of the kind of bunny hop off of this before we go way into the weeds like there were two points of this episode point a here's meta liberation army here's why you should care which we fucking don't point b here's the league of villains here's how much more powerful they've become with toga actually showing off like hey I not only can transform into that person, I can now have their quirk. So yes. So she eff- effectively is a better version of two B or two one B, whatever fucking guy who can steal quirks. Yep. Yeah, because she, like she can she can mimic their look. Because
0: yeah, she basically can mimic their, their look and quirk now. Because she turns into, yeah, during yes. the battle, she's basically on, like, uh, on the verge of death. And she turns into Uraraka, and she runs away. And then she like, goes into god mode. And she's like, I'm going to touch every one of you and hope to god this works. And she touches everyone, and they all float into the air. She's like, holy shit, I have their powers now too. And I just sat there and was like, this bitch might be now unstoppable if she can get your blood basically if she has access to your blood she has access to you and your quirk like your the whole look crazy
1: i will say the the main villain she was fighting was like a news reporter person which anything she can touch can explode like so stupid make explode okay i will say I don't care about her quirk. It's fine. Her character was the only character I actually cared about because that's the only character they sunk time into. Well, that's And then here's the thing. They sunk time into her and then they instantly killed her off. Yep. She fucking, Toga made her fly, float with everybody else. And doink, release. And they all just go like, she's just like there with her maniacal smile and splat goes everybody. This episode, which, I will phenomenal. say, phenomenal.
0: yeah, this episode, I will say it kind of goes dark it's, for my it, I hero mean, i mean because well, it's the league of villains no 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 i no, i know
1: it's, of villains. it's the villains you're focusing on the villains, so it's of course it's, it better be dark
0: no and which is a good like thing. you
1: get all of toga's you get all of toga's background by the way which finally i fucking wondered where, what the hell was up with this chick. basically
0: eats a bird basically
1: well that was when she was a kid like her parents were like yeah this is a demon child because she's trying to eat <laughs> shit and just like
0: just trying to figure out her quirk leave because, her alone
1: obviously yeah, she, obvious reason she's obsessed with blood, and then she's just, just like, okay, like one day the mask that she's wearing, that like this smiley child who's sociable, just finally snaps, and she kills a classmate, or you know, cut like injures a classmate, drinks their blood, and is just like, haha, I'm drinking you with a straw, and now I'm gonna <laughs> run away. But
0: I I love her response to the 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 meta liberation a uh, woman who is, like, the the newscaster, which basically, because the newscaster is like, you never, like, as a child, you never fit in. You were, like, you ran away after you committed horrible crimes. Like, you just want to live a normal life, don't you? And Toga's basically like, what is a normal life? Like, people express their love for others by, like, affection, like kissing and, and you know, showing signs of affection through gift-giving. And she's like, I show love through drinking their blood what is there who's there to say that that's not normal because that's how i see love and affection and basically that was like her ending statement before she released them all and just a big old water fountain of blood just shoots up in the background and you're like jesus christ but i want to make yes before this goes too far because i do want to make one quick point the newscaster i totally agree she was the only meta liberation person that i was like this person is this this villain is sweet like this is this is a kick-ass villain like she is i like her personality i like how like her cadence is basically like she's just talking with you as if she's a newscaster and she's interviewing you so why the fuck was her quirk that i just touched something and i can make it explode Why couldn't it be something like word manipulation or like being able to like trance, like put someone in a trance like, um, the, the hero that joined the, the the hero class who has the, the voice control, you know, like, why couldn't it be something like that? I think, like, what was, what was the point?
1: They gave her if they gave her like a thing where it's like hey you at like she asks you a question if you start responding you respond with the truth that type of thing yeah like that's
0: that's cool like why did it have to be like oh she touches something and explodes like that's like the villain from diamonds are unbreakable from jojo's bizarre adventure like legit that's what he was just touches something and they explode like that's that's not cool but so like oh, why why God, would you make I this, love that you brought jojo this. <laughs> i love jojo and is amazing but like why would you make this extremely intricate character with such a real like such a cool personality and give them the most bullshit quirk and then to top it all off have them plummet to their death yeah
1: like i guess it's, it's like, like a. I understand it's to show that the league of villains have powered up but it's just <laughs> like even even touchy-feely guy like chap lips boy like fucking god what is his name because tomoro
0: shigaraki or yeah Yeah, tomoro shigaraki
1: even shigaraki was just like like he touches one guy and which it would usually just that one person would like die and turn to ash but no like the whole clump that he was a part of like which was like 15 to 20 people all of them just ash it's just like cool like the point was to show that they powered up so even these powerful meta liberation army people like they just they don't stand a chance yeah and i I get that i get that but the fact that you killed off the most interesting one of them because i don't give a fucking flying hell about i know it's a flying fuck but i don't give a shit about redistro redistro can can look a nut like he he, i don't care about him right now i'm sure i will in the future and that's fine and dandy but as of right now the way they introduced him was such shit. Yeah, I really don't care about him. I yeah, really. Yeah,
0: he's basically I just. Two, he's like, zero. I'm taking the mantle of the father who I never knew, for reasons, yep. and it's like, cool, cool. And the other thing too, I that's do you boo-boo. The the other thing too that's annoying to me is that like they present this meta liberation army as being like we've been training for years and we're underground and we're finally emerging. By the way, pretty much everyone except a handful of us actually like a part of the metal liberation army because basically the remaining 99 percent are expendable because the, the interview chick was basically yeah. basically like i turned a couple into bombs they're willing to give their lives up and then like the scene the battle starts with shigaraki and dobby just like well dobby burning them alive and shigaraki turning them all to dust and it's like this is what is yeah. happening I'm like, cool. So I'm just yeah. watching a bunch and, of people getting murdered while I know certain characters are going to still be alive based on what happens in the episode, what happens later on because of the episodes we have already seen. So it's like they took a great opportunity to go deeper into the meta liberation army. And basically it was just like, here's all you- we think you need to know and want to know. Plus the rest of it's just going to be cool battles again. One side of the brain's like, sick-ass battles. This is kick-ass. The other side's like, this is dog shit. Why did they not go more into the meta-liberation army? Because now I don't care what happens to any of them.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, like, the episode ends, really, or wraps up after Shigaraki kills, like, the bunch of group. And I think it was the lizard guy. I don't remember his name. Sorry. Splinter. I'm terrible with names. I honestly... No, this ain't Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Dude, I think yeah. it's,
0: like, Splinter, or, or... If it is,
1: then that's just... S-
0: Snapper, that's... I don't know, something with an S. Uh,
1: Doesn't matter. I'm not sure. But I just call yeah. him Frog Blizzard, uh, Regardless, dude. Regardless, he like he's like, oh, wow, Boss is really powered up. And then, uh, fuck, he just said his Dobby. name, Fireboy. God damn it. Dobby. I'm, Dobby, damn it, I'm terrible with names. Dobby terrible is a names. free elf. I fucking many names. No, not Dobby. Da- God, Dobby's given a
0: sock. Dobby's a free elf now.
1: He has fire powers now. <laughs> Dobby does. I no, love his line um,
0: too. God. Dobby
1: beat fire beats fire get... beats ice. You stupid. We are gonna get played at the. We're gonna get spit. Oh yeah. Sorry, okay. Lobo. Like he he like sorry everybody. I'm just... <laughs> not just Lobo. Sorry everybody. <laughs> So, Dobby is just like, hey, I'm going to kill everybody with fire. Cool. He's like, cool. Now there's like an ice dragon boss thing, and like they start fighting, and it's like, cool. Their episode ends for now. And then the episode really ends when uh, Double, I think his name is, the guy who can split himself into like. Yeah, twice, I think his name he's is. Got, yeah. Something like that. But, um, like, it ends. Like, he's, he loves Toga, essentially. And he finds Toga's, like, ascent- you think dead body, and he's like, she's dead no he's not no she's not yes he yes she is like what do i do what do i do what do i do what do i do and you find out like he's already like halved himself like 18 different times and they're all like converging in on his location so it's like no he's going through some shit and no what happened was what? it's a
0: it's one of the meta liberation Army's guys his power his fucking quirk is i can't even remember it's called antramorph. Basically, he can turn things that are human-sized into puppets. So he turns these like humans, like they, they said, like a refrigerator or something. He basically like turns inanimate objects into puppets, and they turns them into the twice to like go yeah. and freak him out. I
1: apparently missed that. It's yeah, that, part was, missed that part was that part was so yeah, fast.
0: Basically. It took it was like thirty seconds, and it was like here's twice his backstory. Here's why he's so fucked up. Here's my power here's why he's gonna get fucked up (laughs) ha 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 episode ends
1: and and regardless like basically yeah like the next episode is really going to focus on him and dobby which i'm excited about because like dobby you're really I like i'm curious as to what he's actually capable of what his like quote-unquote power like level up is gonna be because you've seen the rest of the main guys like the main villains being like cool we are fucking badass now fuck with me now yeah i mean the
0: formula is there it's just gonna be people leveling up the giant creature coming in the city getting destroyed and then handshakes and a big toast at the end and we're all one happy family by the way hawks is going to join us eventually and scene that's what's going to happen it's 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 not something that I'm excited for. I I guess I'm happy that it's finally going to play out and we're going to see it play out, but I'm not biting my you know I'm not chomping at the bit to figure out what happens because I already fucking know what happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not super chomping at the bit just because of how poorly they introduced the Metal Liberation Army. I wish now, like I feel like you could have. Granted, I I actually really do enjoy the fact that they took the time to go into Toga's backstory and give oh, yeah. her her shining moment. Yeah, like that's like the one really main thing I got out of this episode that I really enjoyed. But everything else is just like you could have probably just rushed it and it been done with. You probably didn't have to introduce like, you didn't have to introduce Ice Dragon Boy. You didn't really have to fucking like you 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 handled Shigaraki's character just fine. Of just like hey. He fucking touched one person and thirty people crumbled. Like you, you did fine there you can show that Dobby powered up by doing whatever to Ice Boy or whoever else. Like I think if you had wrapped up all the battles at the end of this one other than double or twice or whatever the fuck his name is, like I feel like that would have been the better ending. But the fact that you have so many different like threads that are still open, I it's it's yeah, yeah this this epis- this episode was good and bad. It was good for the fact that you finally get clarity on things you wanted to. It's bad in how they mishandled information or miss not necessarily mishandled information, but more so how they mishandled showing you information because the metal liberation army is supposed to be this whole fucking giant thing. This new art, this next big bad, like 110,000 metal liberation army members. And you're like, granted, you're giving us a small piece of the pie right now, which is fine. That's I understandable. But you are giving us that main like core of the pie, like the good stuff. You were giving us the good, like character introductions to the main core and you fucked it up. Like yeah. they f- royally just screwed the pooch on this one.
0: And it totally changes your so it's perception. Like, of it's them. like,
1: I loved it and I hated it. Yeah. yeah I loved it and I hated it. And there's not really much more I want to say about it because that's, that's just what it is. I don't, it, I don't
0: they know. were so you cool brought, at the beginning of the season. I was gonna say they were so cool at the beginning of the season because they were like mysterious and dark and fearsome because they were so unknown. Yep. Now, I know, I guess who they are and what they are, and I could care less if they flew off the face of the earth tomorrow.
1: Like just we got a history lesson in two minutes, and it should have been yeah. an entire episode. Like if they yep. had given us the history lesson in one full episode before they did the league of villains like my hero or my villains academia like that would have been the more optimal way but instead they 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 kind of just gave us this information and i know there's probably a good reason down the line for it but it just felt rushed it felt shitty and i feel cheated as a fan like this i want let's let's reiterate something we both really enjoy my hero academia fuck i've bought in the first 12 volumes now like mm-hmm. i'm reading through this shit but like this season is so poorly handled and i'm sure the manga does a better job at it but like to to the viewer i just feel cheated this season this season is just like it started out super slow with just a god dang tournament arc which i'm sorry i keep bitching about it i'm just gonna bitch about it and then you go from like speedy gonzalez here goes the internships to like slow it down and here's endeavor's backstory to speed it back up here's the league of villains and speed it up even further here's the fucking metal liberation army like it's so fucking like all over the place just be like we just need more consistency like we have in the previous seasons and that's that's what we need and it's not what we're getting currently and that's why i'm frustrated
0: i mean at this point i I have of the mentality that this entire season is just set up. Like we're never, we're never going to see the tower fall down. We're never going to see it to fall down this season. And on the one side, I'm like, I guess this is something to look forward to next season. On the other side, I'm like, why did you spend six to seven episodes on a tournament arc when you could have just started off the season with part two? Like, I, yeah. To me, it's just again, I don't care that we keep bringing up the tournament arc because it is such a poor way of starting a season. It's especially after how the previous season ended, with um, the villain that I can't remember his name, but could like regenerate and do crazy things. And I, sorry, I can't remember it because my, my head's just full of villains and how bad the season's been the so names? far. No, 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 the villain from the last uh, season who uh, base, base, oh. made Lemillion powerless or quirkless. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, yeah, I, uh, fuck, god dang it, it's at the tip of my tongue. Dude. Yeah, I know. Like, but, the guy with the giant beak, yep. the giant beak mask guy,
0: yeah. fuck. But, like, but you oh, ended that season with such a badass battle, like, so cool, so great. Sucks that that villain was only around for that short period of time, but whatever, great way to end it. Then you lead into this a turn this... Do your research. I'll I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll fill time. This, I gotta look this up now.
1: <laughs> you fill but, time. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up because goddamn, now I'm curious. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> but
0: like, and again, to everyone's point who's reading the manga, I we I understand. I understand that there's a process. I understand that there's a cadence to how the mangas have been progressing. I I totally get it. As a viewer of the show. And as someone who truly does love this show, which is why we're Frank and I are very critical of it, because we want it to be really good and we know it can be better, it just doesn't make sense why this season is progressing the way it is. And it all goes back to just starting off the season with a tournament arc. Like, there's, it gave us no substance. We have not seen 1B since the tournament arc. And I made a comment early on. I was like, they better showcase 1B more. Otherwise... I give up on one B. One B is dead to me. They have scattered around episodes in part two of this season that have just basically been three plus plots spliced together, and now have been dedicated episodes to those plots, which they're now speed running through. So it just it it's yep. it's such a jumbled mess that I have a hard time watching them and going. Oh wow! This is so exciting and so cool, and I can't wait for the next episode because I like I just I don't have that joy right now because it's like I know what's going to happen based on previous episodes, and I can yeah. sort of connect the dots and assume what's going to happen in this very next episode. The real mystery is like where are they gonna like where, where is the season gonna stop, and then leave me at the oh, point of like. You.
1: I can, I can, I, I know exactly where it's going to stop And here, here. This is my prediction. All right, let's, it's gonna let's see end. it. It's going to end with the, like, Hawks gave the message of like, hey, Metal Liberation Army, they're going to attack in three months or one month or whatever. It is literally going to end right before the attack. It's yeah. like everybody's gearing up. It's like the heroes are like, okay, it's time to defend And the Metal Liberation Army's like, it's our time to attack. haha. And that's how it's going to end. And I'll it's, give like, you season over. I'll also, give you
0: one better. I'm going to I'm going to blue ball you okay. even more. I think oh, it's going to end I think it's going to end with almost a repeat of that scene. Basically, we're going to it's going to just be entire like whatever 2 months ago or however long the time period is now. These last mm-hmm. few episodes leading up to that moment and the last episode is basically just going to be a quick like recap snapshot of Hawks going three months war is going to happen or one month war is going to happen and that's how the season's going to end we're not even gonna progress beyond that that's how it's going to end and it's going to end with them telling the okay. students saying like hey bt dubs uh, there's this thing called metal liberation room they're going to contact be ready and it's going to be like a snapshot of all the kids like leaving their internships being like bah 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 can't wait our powers have grown yeah and then it's next season yeah. that's where this is progressing I,
1: I... We'll see. We'll see how it ends. Um, the villain name you were looking for was overhaul. Yeah, we've overhaul. We've gone over our time. We've these these. <laughs> speaking of overhaul, we've we've overtimed our episode. God damn it! I'm sorry yeah. for the jokes. Uh, <laughs> God, I'm really really sorry about that. We just but love anime so
0: much. We love it so much.
1: We bitch about it so much because we love about it so much. We we are invested. We've invested, like, how many years of our lives into this at this point? It's like watching your favorite TV show. Like, this, this I have is a one tattoo. of my favorite shows. It's I have just... a tattoo
0: of one of my favorite shows, characters well, from my favorite show.
1: That's. I was going to say, that's not My Hero Academia. That's Fully Cooley, which I yeah. love that show. Great show. Well, still. But, regardless, we, 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 love, we love the shows. We love the—it's just this season's giving it a little more difficulty to defend it is all— but we, we're still enjoying it we're still going to watch it and we're going to continue watching it until it ends and speaking of endings thank you all for joining us this week we hope you had a good time come join our discord via our twitter account at Podcasts and tell us what you're watching and why we're just a bunch of fucking idiots and why the meta liberation army we should actually care about until next time spark triumph we'll see you then Baka! Baka no.